So act two of the Riddling Reaver is called Voyage of Enigma. And we pick up the adventures of Harry, Poppy and Adolphus as they were stood on Brian's Bluff, having gathered the, the Riddling Reaver's required items. So this servant of the trickster gods of luck and chance has murdered a great nobleman and you are looking for vengeance. His motives were obscure, but his behavior suggests it was part of some greater plan. So your quest has brought you to a tall cliff on the coastline. There's storm clouds boiling and raging overhead. The wind is lashing at you and you sense that this turmoil is but a fragment of some greater battle on a higher plane. You wait for me, so you've thrown in the items. You wait for minutes that seem like hours. Then looking out to sea, you catch sight of a sail. But what kind of ship sails in a storm like this? As it approaches, the winds abate and the waves crash less violently against the rocks at the foot of the cliff. It looks like a merchant's galley, but it's gliding towards the cliff and it's clearly no ordinary trading vessel. You can see no crew on its deck. Its sails hang lifeless from its masts, yet the ship glides smoothly over the waves. As you look closer, you see that the galley really is sailing over the waves. It is floating above the water. Suddenly the ship stops dead. A landing boat is winched down to the waves and moves towards the shore. Again, you're certain that there's nobody aboard. It reaches a narrow cove just along the cliff from you and grinds onto the sand. You get the feeling it is waiting for you. It leads down to the beach from the top of the cliff, which you can easily descend with a little care. As soon as you all climb into the boat, it slides down into the water and smoothly heads under its own power, in the direction of the galley. What have you let yourselves in for? Okay, you reach the ship um, and you climb up the rigging and you board it. Um, and then it begins to move away from Calamir at great speed, roughly in the direction of the coast, uh, but a little bit uh, out to sea. Most ships' decks are very cluttered with ropes, barrels, and all kinds of nautical tackle, but not this one. There's not so much as a coil of rope. The deck seems to be made entirely from black pine, one of the strongest and rarest woods in Alandia. In its middle, between the masts, is a hatchway, presumably leading to the hull. At each end of the lower deck, there is a door. To the right of the forward door is a large brass plaque on which is inscribed, Twice Shy. Even on the upper decks, there are no ropes, nor even a wheel for steering. What wind there is seems not to touch the sails. They hang limp and lifeless. I think this might be a magical boat. You think? I'm starting to get that feeling. But I'll tell you what, I'd rather be on a magical boat than in that stinking town that we just left. <laughs> There wasn't a friendly face there, was there? Oh, what a bunch of miseries. Yeah. <laughs> Good grief. Yes. Well, look, um, uh, we, we don't know how long it's going to take to get wherever the ship's taking us. So we need to make sure there's no one going to creep upon us while we're, we're sleeping. We need to make sure, we need to search this vessel and make sure there's nothing untoward going on. Yeah, you're right. We need a good look around. Yep. Do, do you think we should, should we start below decks? We yes. Could, yeah, we could we could search the top deck first and then go down. Yeah, let's do that. I think I think we should all we, we, we should all stick together. I mean, this is yeah. this is the Reaver's ship. We would yeah. Who knows what's lurking on board? You don't want to split up. Never goes well. No. I tell you, well, we'll pick pick a door, Poppy, and we'll uh, we'll start exploring. This one. So you you open the door uh, that leads. Uh, to the back end of the ship um, and you find yourself in a corridor um, left of you in that corridor there's a ladder at the end of the corridor leading downwards um, and then there are three doors uh, alongside each other opposite you a left hand door a right hand door and a middle door Eeny, meeny, miny. left left 
so you were you want to you want to open the left hand door yeah yes okay so yeah it opens this cabin seems to be a gallery there are pictures on the walls depicting heroic battles and scenes of daring on the far wall hangs a larger painting covered by a black cloth the floor is carpeted and there is no other furniture i don't, I don't like the look of that picture covered in the black cloth that, that's not going to be good is it it's not going to be good no, but, but but on the other hand if we if we don't check it and there's something in there that could do us harm it, it could take us unawares when we're resting well my good chap go for it and he put his hand on uh, Adolphus's shoulder. Okay. Uh, here, here we go. Uh, and I reach up and sort of wincing as I do so. I am looking away. I hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you do that, perhaps we should just have a little look underneath the carpet. Oh, well, if, if you think that's best, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's do that first. You're going to have a little look underneath the carpet? Yeah, after you, Harold. I'm going, to show, I'm going to show you a picture of what's underneath the carpet here because you will notice if you look at the uh, the picture that they provide, although the description says the floor is carpeted, actually the picture is of blank ship's floorboards. But at least we can ascertain that what is under the carpet is just wooden boards. There are actually three pictures in the room apart from that black one that's covered up. What do the other pictures show? Yeah, you can have a little look around. Yeah, um, around. One shows a smoking battlefield littered with corpses. Two exhausted figures remain standing, locked in deadly combat. A vile black-plated demon is about to slice his wicked axe through the shattered remnants of a noble warrior's shield. That is one. Then you've got a kind-faced lord sitting at his table, sharing a meal with his barons. He's just about to drink from a chalice of wine. In the background, a weasel-featured fe manservant peers from an alcove, clutching a small file of black liquid. And then you've got a callow, inquisitive youth reading from a magical grimoire. Behind him, a shadowy form seems to be materialising from a swirling cloud of vapour. Its form looms above him. He seems oblivious to its presence. Not really cheerful pictures, are they? I'm going to go 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 up to the um, the picture of the the cheery the cheery lord sort of sat ready to like drink the uh, the wine, and I'm just going to very hesitantly like just like touch one of the lower corners of it with my hand to like make sure it is just a normal picture. Uh, yeah, so you touch it. Yeah, it feels it feels normal. Yeah, just just checking. Yeah, maybe it resists your hand appropriately. Yeah. Maybe just peek a little bit under the, the cloth instead of pulling it off, maybe. Uh, okay. And uh, I'm going to go to like the, the lower right-hand corner of the the cloth-covered picture. And I'm just going to like... Okay. You can make out um, uh, maybe some fabric, some, some detail of some fabric in grey. All I can see is like grey cloth of some kind. Uh, I can't really see much though, just pulling up the, the corner of the cover. And I Poppy, will just, Poppy will just rip it off. I was going to say, I don't know what you, you worried about. It's just I, I'm going to look, look away when they like pull it off because I'm expecting some horrible magical thing to come out of it. Yeah, so you rip it off and then familiar wild laughter fills the room. And the picture, for those of you who are looking, is a portrait of the riddling reaver you recognize from uh, from the top of the tower the picture comes to life of course and speaks to you don't try to move my curious art lovers i see you've taken an interest in my collection perhaps you'd like to examine them a little closer and then an intense burst of blinding white light fills the room uh, and as your vision returns to you, even this happens, even as you're looking away, um, you don't get blinded, Adolphus, but you're able to see, Adolphus, um, that you are looking now at that kind-faced lord sharing a meal with his barons, uh, chatting away, gradually moving his chalice of wine 
towards his lips. Uh, okay. If you remember, uh, uh, there's the weasel featured manservant. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just going to shout out, no, don't, the wine's poisoned. Just like on instinct. Great. Um, are you going to do anything? You're just going to shout? I, I, how, how close am I to the, the smiling face, Lord? You're a leap away. Okay, yeah, so I'm just going to try and like leap over the table and like knock it out of his hand as I'm shouting. Right. And then you if, if as I to... land, I'm going to be like doing that whole thing where I'm like, trying to point in the direction of the, the weasel-faced man. Great. You need to test for luck. Oh, yeah. Don't fall in the picture. Yeah, that's fine. That's a seven. Okay, you succeed. So you, you dash the poison wine from his hand. Um, and you find yourself back in the cabin. Uh, and you're now looking at the picture. Poppy, you, as your vision returns, you see that you're in that smoking battlefield littered with corpses. And you see those two exhausted figures locked in deadly combat, the vile black-plated demon just about to drive his axe through the shattered remnants of that noble warrior's shield. So Poppy will draw her sword, step between them and try to parry the blow as it comes down on top of the nobleman. Then you must roll under skill, please. Under skill? Always under, yes. <laughs> oh, there's a shock. No. <laughs> okay, so unfortunately you're hampered by your bristly growths. Um, and you aren't quite nimble enough. Uh, so unfortunately... Um, well, you can see this, Adolphus. You look around and you can see frozen forever. You can see the bristly form of Poppy in the picture. Um, I imagine you I can that also thing where I'll, be like, I'll be tapping that, on the picture, but presumably like it's just yeah. a picture. Of course, that noble warrior, um, he's, had the, he's had the axe. He's, he's been sliced grievously by that axe um, as, um, as Poppy looks on in horror. It's, a, it's an excellent likeness. Um, yeah, and you touch the picture. It's just a picture, but Poppy, Poppy is now Poppy. in it. Okay, and Harry, you find yourself <laughs> trying to say, oh, yeah, you find yourself looking at that youth reading from a magical grimoire. A shadowy form is materialising from a swirling cloud of vapour. His form looms above him. He seems oblivious to its presence. Yeah, shout at him, grab him. Um... Pull him out of the way of this cloud thing. Okay, I'm Jump gonna ask for, I'm gonna ask for a test for test for luck for you, please. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Failed. Did you fail that? Right. Mm. In which case I'm not gonna tell you that the secret is to slam the book shut. Um so I'm going to have you also, you see, you look around, you look from one side of the room, you look to the other side of the room now, Adolphus, and you see Harry in the picture um, as the demon Harry. consumes the unfortunate youth and you see Harry looking on in horror. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to, again, I'll have like a hammer on the picture futilely for a few moments of like sh shouting out for, for Balsack no. and uh, no. I, I run between the two pictures trying to work out what I can do uh, I'm going to look back at the, the picture of the Reaver see if it's still moving or whether it's just yeah he's, he's cackling maniacally um, he doesn't think that could have gone any better <laughs> well I suppose you could have all been trapped um, right so I'm thinking at the moment that the either I'm thinking I've got to like destroy these pictures, which will either free them, or at the very least they're not stuck in a picture for all eternity. So that that's the only option I can see. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and destroy the pictures. Um, so I'm going to use my fire spell just to like conjure a small amount of fire. But instead of just like throwing fire at the pictures, I'm gonna, I'll grab some like wood or a bit of furniture or whatever, use the fire to like light some of these like chair legs or whatever as like torches. Yeah. Then I'm gonna yeah. like try and set fire to the two pictures with 
the torches. Great. Okay. Okay. Yeah, let's have the roll. Okay. Sorry, guys. I have not succeeded. Uh, how many fire spells did you prepare? I prepared three. Oh, so you've you you you're a new act, so you could you yeah. yeah. So you've spent one, but you can cast another one if you okay, like. Okay, I'll try it again. Yeah, the second one's successful. Okay, so you burn the pictures, um, and yes, whereas they were frozen there seemingly for all eternity, um, now they are reduced to ash, uh, and your your companions do not return. Just sit there and I'm like, well, um, that could have gone better. Yeah. <laughs> this is old school. Oh. This is old school gaming. Oh. <laughs> Save or die. So I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn around and with with sort of like mounting anger because obviously I've been effectively forced into killing my uh, my two friends. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hurl my remaining fireball spell at the photo. What's the the picture of the Riddling Reaver? Fine, and that's successful. And this this time, I'm just literally like conjuring flame like under the picture. I'm not lighting a torch or anything. I've still got torches, so I'm just gonna like. So at least at okay. least he can go out the same way if they're going out. Okay. Uh, as you blast, as you completely incinerate, you were successful, yeah. As you completely incinerate the picture of the reaver, your friends rematerialize back in the room. Uh -huh. um, yeah, and it, which is a good job because it was just getting hot where you were. So, so imagine as they materialise, I'm, I'm just sort of like on my knees, like with a pile of ashes, like, oh, I'm so sorry, Papi. And, and we're sort of patting each other. Oh, sack, that's right. Oh, my God. You, you survived that. I, I thought I'd lost you both. Didn't you see me screaming at you not to set me on fire? <laughs> no, no, you know, you were, you were just in the picture. You were, I thought you were trapped there for all eternity. I was screaming, don't do it, don't do it. And you still did it. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a good job. Look, you, you're back here. I suppose so. Well, let's you, didn't get, you didn't get rid of the spines, though, did you? They spied the spines off me. Well, well, uh, if, if you've got a pair of scissors and a good deal of time, I could probably get rid of those anyway. I don't think you really need magic. That You just need a good barber, Poppy. Well, I've got quite a good uh, edge on this axe. Well, I, I hope so, since I'm not going to be conjuring any more fire in the near future. <laughs> or anything else for that matter, I'd imagine. Oh, no, well, no, I've got I've got other cantrips and incantations ready, but uh, alas, I've, I've exhausted all my, uh, my pyrokinetic abilities dealing with this, <laughs> this situation. Well, we've still got the rest of the rest of the merchant man to explore, but perhaps a, a little bit more caution when we go into the next room. I think I think you might be right. And I think we should head like across the corridor into the door that was originally on our right when we came in. So just like walk straight across and into the room opposite. Door number three. Door number you can get okay. stuck in a picture and burnt to death. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Look what you could have won. And here's, and here's your BFH. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So you, you cautiously open the door. Um, and this is a well-furnished cabin, uh, though it's covered with a thick layer of dust. Judging by the thick silk tapestry and opulent armchairs, it belonged to the ship's master. There's a dresser with a mirror on the far side of the room near the bunk, which is enclosed by velvet curtains. A drawer of the dresser is slightly open. On the walls hang a selection of cutlasses, a cat and nine tails, and various torture implements. To your right, there is a rough wooden perch. Is there any portholes or anything like okay, that? Okay, so as, as Adolphus moves towards the drawer, it loudly slams shut back into the dresser. <laughs> Jeez. Like the tilling open all hours. Yeah. Uh, and Poppy's going to go for the cat and nine tails. You look quite looks, like the looks of that. We didn't. We didn't see any movement around the uh, the door before it shut. We didn't. No. No. Okay. I'll be standing at the door surveying the 
the scene on high alert. All right, Poppy, as you go for the cat and nine tails, um, everything, the cutlasses, the cat and nine tails, the torture, torture instruments flies off the walls towards you. Um, and you must all test for luck. Okay. Yes. Got, do I get a bonus, Dave? Because I was on on high alert. Uh, well, you get to test for luck. Yeah. I've, he's I've he's a stingy GM, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I would have given it like, a call. High alert! You could have stopped him. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. perhaps I will yet. So if you if you were unsuccessful, you lose one point of stamina as uh, as a cutlass or something yeah. gashes past you. Yeah. And uh, Poppy, you say sorry. Okay, but you must now defend yourself against this whirlwind of weapons that's all around you. Uh, so we 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 move into combat. Mm. Um, and I yeah, I require an attack strength from each of you. Twelve. Okay, you can take two points of damage from the cat and nine tails. Sixteen. Uh, you can take two points of damage nine. from one of the cutlasses, and you can certainly take two points of damage from one of the vicious torture instruments, Harry. Okay, what do people want to do? I'm going to be scarpering for the exit from this room with the plan and slamming the door. Poppy's going to try and uh, open the drawer, uh, ignoring the uh, all the cutlasses and things, to see if she can get that drawer open. Fine. Uh, what about you, Harry? Oh, you're muted, Colin. If you're I am you. standing by the door. I will just step out of the room. Okay, so Parry, parrying um, as I step back. Yep, that's fine. Those of you who attempt to get out of the room are successfully out of the room. Uh, Poppy, you'll have to defend against the poltergeist as you um, attempt to uh, open that drawer. So give me an attack strength, please. That is 13. Okay, so I got 14, so you can take two points of damage. You do manage to get the drawer open, and you can see gold gleaming in it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's got to grab the gold. Okay, so um, I think you're, as you're grabbing the gold, instead of fighting, I'm going to automatically give you two points of damage from okay. the weapons. What now? I'm going to get out of the room. Fine. Okay. So you slam the door as all these weapons sort of clatter against it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good. What now? I imagine so us nothing, dragging some nothing furniture. Nothing on the other side opens the door. I imagine us yeah. dragging some furniture against that door and like wedging it shut. And she's going to sort of sit down with like sort of covering her wounds and eat one of her provisions and uh, sort of fling these or put the gold on the uh, the floor so the others can count it. Fine. What is it? It's 20 gold pieces while they're counting it. Yeah, and you tuck in. You can restore four points of stamina uh, and cross off one of your provisions. So we've got a total of 120 gold now. If only there was somewhere to spend it. And mm. we've, we've, um, we've still got the door at the far end to to explore. Yeah, we'll try that door. Do you think there's anything else that we needed in that room, though? Or maybe not? I don't not? think so. No. Well, if, we had, if anything comes to light, we could maybe come up with a plan and mm. sort it out. All right, sure. Shall we see what's in the other through the other door? Yeah, yeah I'll, right, go so I... I'll go and open it whilst Poppy's eating. So this is quite a large cabin. Contains assorted maps, charts, sextants, and other navigational paraphernalia. The cabin is dominated by a huge table on which lies a map of the whole of southern Alansia, skillfully modelled in three dimensions. Looking closer, however, you can see that where the plane of bones should be, there is a ball of fur about the size of a cabbage, snoring contentedly. Um, 
you can also make out a small model of the twice shy in a larger scale uh, than that of the map, which seems to float just above the map near the coast. Oh, I put that picture somewhere else. Yeah. Is it moving? Uh, it is. It is. So this is our progress. Never mind that. What's that? I say pointing at the, the fur thing. Yeah, I've given you a nice little picture of that. Is it not a cat? Yeah, it looks a bit more like a cabbage than a cat, and you can see its oversized feet underneath it. I wonder if it... See, the thing is, it might be covering up something we need to know about. Well, that's Gosh. it. There does seem to be a, a an odd sense of logic to everything the reaver's done. Every 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 situation we get into there's there's some sort of point or i suppose lesson behind it uh take, take for instance the picture I, I got out of mine when i was able to to knock the poisoned cup out of the king's hands saving him and that got me out of the picture so there, there, there was a lesson behind that perhaps this this is another one of these strange lessons that this this demented creature is trying to teach us yeah, I was never very good at lessons. <laughs> Only we had someone educated with us. Well, Adolphus, Adolphus is educated, isn't he? Compared to you and me, yeah. Do, do I do I have any sort of knowledge of what sort of creature this might be? Uh, why don't you roll? Well, no, no, it's not a roll skill type of thing, is it? Why don't you roll under magic? Okay. See if you can do it. Yep, that's under my magic score. Okay, so you know the name of this creature. It's called a jib-jib. Um, and these are known as being wonderful. They're wonderfully affectionate pets, and they also make wonderful guards. So, well, um, oh. it's, it's a different colour to the one I've seen in uh, pictures, but I, I think it's a it's a jib-jib. They're, they're guard beasts or like pets, some people keep them as. Guard so, beasts? Yeah, so perhaps, perhaps what you were saying is true, Harold. Maybe it is guarding something we need to know. Mm, sounds like that. I wonder if we could tempt it with some um, food, befriend it. Um, let me let me try and find out. I'm going to basically break up a bit of like one of my rations and sort mm -hmm. of approach and like hesitantly hold it out towards the creature. Great. Okay, so you, as you go towards it, you can make out a faint sort of purring sound, or maybe it's snoring, and it doesn't immediately respond as you wave the food at it. So what I'll do is I'm just gently going to sort of like tap on the the, the the top of the map and then like hold out the the bit of food towards it. Great. So as you tap to get its attention, the dormant bundle of fur suddenly springs to life and a fearsome scream rents the air. You look around in terror, expecting to see some vicious monster behind you. There is nothing, and you realize that the banshee yell comes from the timid-looking ball of fur. This terrified creature is now running around the map on its two short, stumpy legs, coming dangerously close to the model of the twice-shy. What do you do? Swat it. Go on, swat it. If it hits our ship, we're doomed. We still... We we got rid of the barrel, didn't we? Yeah, F threw that in the sea. Okay, spot it. what I'm going to do is I'm going to lean over, so I'm like leaning over the top of where the ship is on the model, and I'm going to cast the shield spell. Oh, cool! Yeah, roll. So that if yeah. it tries getting near it, it hopefully bounces off the shield spell. Yeah, that's fine. Ah, that's a good use of the shield spell. And yeah. then I'm, okay. I'm going to be like, I've I've got to keep this maintained. The two of you are going to have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, and you can maintain that for three d six real minutes. Okay, so uh, we'll start. A, we'll start a hollering and a whooping and a kicking its ass. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, dump out the contents in my backpack. Don't, don't harm it too much. It's clearly terrified. I'm gonna dump out the contents in my backpack so that I've got like a sack. And I'm going to try and catch it in my... Good idea, Bullsack. Yeah. Use your sack. Yeah. If in doubt, use your sack. That's what I say. And Great. probably just about to, to smite it when she sees what Bullsack's doing. Where to go, she says. Great. Okay. 
You need to test for luck then, please, Bullsack. Okay, that's Bullsack. <laughs> Made a six, yay. Fantastic. Okay, so the sound is immediately muffled as you envelop the jib-jib in <laughs> the sack. Um, there is a materialising of purple, would be purple. It would. Purple energy, purple smoke. Uh, and a humanoid form begins to take shape, hovering in the room. Um, it's the Reaver uh, come to gloat again. again. It's the dusty yeah. Reaver come to gloat that, again. It doesn't look like the Reaver. Oh. Uh, it's a it's a bare torsoed humanoid figure. Um, he's he's got trousers on, and they just sort of um, fade away into a wisp of of, of smoke. Uh, and he's sort of translucent, um, and he's certainly furious okay um and he addresses you in booming tones harry he addresses you in booming tones God. a thousand curses upon you treacherous infidel for this crime against my companion you shall henceforth assume a guise more suited to your mischievous nature and with this he unleashes a bolt of flame which strikes you squarely between the eyes there's a flash and you have become a monkey Genie laughs and vanishes in a cloud of noxious green gas. The monkey cannot speak, um, though it can always gibber excitedly oh, and gesture its this, intent. Okay, he's going to gibber excitedly as he bashes the living daylights out of this fucking fuzzy thing in the sack. <laughs> he's going to bat it up and down on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, um, yeah, there's the horrible sound, the horrible screaming coming from the sack eventually ends and the sack is silent and still and lifeless and pathetic and broken mm -hmm. on the floor. Good. But and instead of, being, instead of being a bull sack's monkey for half an hour, you are now permanently a bull sack's <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I was just about to be like, don't kill it. The genie might be even more. Uh -oh. Oh. Oh. I'm a monkey. What do you expect? Um, right. Well, next. <laughs> well, I ain't got to worry about provisions for a while. And, I'm, and Poppy's going to go over and start sort of under his chin. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah, with your with your horrible bristly bristly growths. Because I've yeah. another two hours here without Colin talking. Oh, this could this could be heavy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the the jib jib for a little monkey, the jib jib will count as two provisions. If you want to take him with you, bull sacks. Um, but in general, you're going to have trouble. You can't um, wield your sword now. I'll take the sword off him then. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I'll let you drag your backpack around with your food in, but apart from that, yeah, I couldn't wield my sword anyway. <laughs> Top of his head. Come on, fella. Come on. Harry, Have I got the go. same still? I've still got the same luck though. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you were a lot good so far. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. 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 Um. Should we move on to the other chamber? Yeah, that's that's been panning out so well so far. <laughs> Although if we if we do it on the bright side, if we do have any more towers to climb. Yeah, this Harry's your man. Well, monkey. Or monkey. Just don't let him put his hand in any jars because it it'll he'll never get it out again. So you've got this um you've got a ladder, a hatch and a ladder leading down. Or yeah. you can um or you can go back onto the deck and go towards the foxhole. Well, since we're down here, we may as well go down the ladder, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it can't get any worse. What do you say, my little chimpy friend? I'll I, I just I just jump on Poppy's uh, shoulder. Don't, uh, don't you be and, peeing and now. Start, and start picking out the fleas out of her fur and eating them. Mm. So it's this part of the ship is dark. Um I'll, um, so, I'll, I'll take one of the um, the, the lit like torches. 
fine, fine. You bring a torch down with you. Where's that from? From it, uh... it's the um, it's the 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 chair legs that are wedged in that are set on fire to set the the pictures on fire with. Fine. Okay. Yeah, you go back and get one of those. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so this this otherwise mirrors the deck above. Uh, so you can go back up the ladder, or you've got three doors. Three doors. Um, let's let's yeah. So there's the one nearest the ladder, a middle one, and the one furthest away. Well, let, let, let's go to the one furthest away and then work our way back towards the ladder. Yes. So they were the closest to the ladder to run away. Indeed. All right. So the door to this cabin, when you try it, is locked, though there is no keyhole. Above it, a sign reads, The Riddle Room. On the door is written the following. I will share it with you. Uh, there it is. When I appear, I seem mysterious, but when explained, I'm nothing serious. When I'm unknown to you, I'm something, but when I'm known to you, I'm nothing. In master's name, you're me a spy, so tell me then, please, what am I? A riddle? Duke. At which point the door swings open. And what little furniture you can see in the cabin is of the finest quality. However, it's buried under huge piles of scrolls. Scrolls cover the sumptuous bed at the far end, a delicately carved writing desk, and much of the thick carpet. Only a large black wardrobe is not covered with paper, and that's because it reaches right up to the ceiling. Okay, so I'm going to go and have a look in the um, the wardrobe. I'm going to sort of throw the door open and then like, jump back a step in case anything bursts out of it. Well, and... Well might you do that, because when you open the door of the wardrobe, you're engulfed in a billowing cloud of smoke. And when it clears, another genie, a different genie, is standing in front of the wardrobe, waiting patiently. Oh, what's it, what's it going to be this time? I, I'm just going to sort of nod politely and say, ah, greetings. Greetings, he replies. Are you the... Uh... Are you part of the, the crew of this vessel? He says to you, I am the genie of the wardrobe, and it's my duty to look after my master's garments. Uh, I, I, can, I can look after your garments. I can wash them and press them in less time than it takes to read a riddle, if you wish. Well, I, I think I'm quite all right at the moment, but thank you very much for the offer. Um, I, I, I know you're, uh, you're, you're the genie of the wardrobe, but I don't suppose... Uh, our friend over there, and I'll point to the monkey, has been um, transformed. I don't suppose you could do anything to help him out. I don't mean to be uh, in the position. What, what would you like me to do? I could certainly um, produce peanuts. But Well, I, I was wondering, since it was a, a genie who transformed him into a, his current form, whether you'd be able to transform him back. I mean, if you can't, uh, that's understandable. Yeah, I, I am able to undo any misfortunes that have fallen you know, befallen you while you've been on this ship. Um, so if you wish it, I can transform your monkey back to uh, his original form. And uh, what, what price would you require for, for this great service? Uh, this will simply be, I will only grant one wish. So this will be the only assistance that I can grant you. So if you have anything you'd rather have, uh, do let me know. No, I, th I think we'll settle for um, our, our companion being transformed back. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so Bullsack's monkey is now Harry Bullsack's once more. Um, and the genie, the smoke dissipates again and pours itself back inside the wardrobe and the door automatically closes behind it. I tell you what, I've been having some very strange dreams. <laughs> Did he get off his shoulder now? Oh, yes. He collapsed, <laughs> yeah. collapsed he in with him. down the side. <laughs> <laughs> Poppy, what are you doing? Get up off the floor. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, get your hairy arms off me. Poppy will nonchalantly <laughs> walk over to the scrolls. Great. Now um, the scrolls. Right, do you want to pick one up and read it? Well, she'll attempt to. 
Yeah, what could go wrong? Yeah. That's what we like. Okay. If you can good on this book, you, you must have realised by now. <laughs> okay, so uh, you read. The scroll says, what kind of ear cannot hear? Corn ear? Yeah. Uh, you are correct, right? At which point the words disappear uh, and are replaced by the words of a scroll of fortune. It's one use. It can be used to restore your luck to its initial value. That's right, then. Uh, if there's any more scrolls, I'll walk over and have a look at one. Brilliant. Uh, you unravel it. It is. Uh, it says, if you feed it, it will live. If you give it water, it will die. What is it? If you feed it, it will live. If you give it a fire. Uh, indeed, it is a fire. Uh, the words disappear and are replaced by the words of a scroll of skill. Oh, yeah. Does that does that restore your skill by chance? Uh, it does up to its initial value. Fun, fun, fancy doing a, a swap, o Adolphus? There we go. And Poppy will read the um, scroll of skill and restore her skill back to seven. Oh, good call. Good call. What have I got to do? Should okay, read, read you're reading it, are you? Right. This one is oh, under duress. Under duress. All right. What comes once in a minute, twice in a moment, but not once in a thousand years? Once, once in a minute. Twice in a moment, but not once in a thousand years. An M. M yeah. Well done. Well done. And that Boom. turns into... Uh, that is another scroll of fortune. Yes. Yeah. And you was all worried about me there, weren't you? Admit yeah. it. Come on. Come on, admit it. I know. I could read your minds. I could feel the tension. The group move on to the next cabin. Walls of this cabin are lined with double bunk beds. It's clearly the living quarters for the ship's crew. And sure enough, sitting at the table in the middle of the room are six grubby sailors concentrating on a game of cards. Piles of gold on the table in front of them show that the game is for high stakes. They do not seem to have noticed you. We've got some gold. Who, who's the best that betted? It's fucking not me. I didn't do so well last time. Do you want to go on, Dolphus? You seem to be our lucky charm. Nah, well, I, I'm not feeling so lucky at the minute. I'll be honest with you. Go on, monkey boy. Go on out. Give it a go, monkey boy. Who are you calling monkey boy? Go on, ballsack. Spider lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if you, yeah, yeah, but well, surely they're just going to get the ump if we go barging into their game. I say, chaps, <laughs> or not? For one, room for one more. Right, they all, um, they all ignore you. Just carry on placing their playing their game. You notice, however, a slight stiffness of the limbs and that their eyes are glazed. I think they might be dead. Is there anything in this room of interest? Uh, there is a large jug of grog on the table. I, I think we should move on. Yeah, don't like the look of this one. Going to back out of that. Yeah, so well, graciously run away. Fine. Well, your 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 um yeah your exit is marked, you know, in much the same way as your entrance, which is to say they just ignore you. Mm. Okay. Right. So you didn't notice this as you're walking past it because I wasn't reading from the description. I forgot. But actually, the other door is just a big empty portal. There's no door, just blackness. Well, yeah. Where, the portal, where did the door go? <laughs> Above the portal is written, only those who lie may enter safely. Lie. 
What, like lie on your back and... Or teleporky? Mm. Right, so... Come on, middle man. Riddle right. me this. What do you reckon? Uh, okay, um... What, I, what I'm going to suggest I do, I'm going to suggest I read this scroll of fortune to mm-hmm. bless me with good fortune. Then I'm going to lie on my back. The two of mm-hmm. you slide me through the portal. And as I go through the portal, I will shout that I am the greatest warrior in Elanzia. Sounds good to me. Oh, you're going to do all the lies. Covered, yeah. Indeed. So, yeah, I'm going to read the, I'll read the scroll of fortune first. Time. What was the spelling of lie? What was the spelling of lie? About L-I-E. Them? Okay. Yeah. It's the same for both meanings, Colin. No, no. Although, was... although, of course, we're actually in a mystical fantasy land, so who knows what language we're speaking? This yeah, because it's, it's all problem. Yeah, with, yeah, it, yeah it's, all, it's all about so you. What, are they, what language are they speaking in Star Wars? You know, when they make puns and stuff. Like yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to lie down on my back, get the two of them to like push, sort of slide, push me through the portal, and as my head sort of starts going through the portal, I'm going to shout out, "I'm the greatest warrior in Elanzia," and then slide through the portal. Cool. So as you lie both ways and they push you through, you see the axe swinging above your head um, Ah. and you go safely underneath it. um, And you find yourself in a small cabin with a hammock slung from the rafters and a desk set against the wall. Spread around the room is a menagerie of stuffed animals, cats, exotic birds, snakes and deep sea fish. You notice they've got the same glazed eyes as the Mm. sailors had. They litter the floor and even fill the hammock. They are very lifelike. It is as if they've been frozen in time. Sitting on the desk among a collection of stuffed mice are two labelled bottles. On one you can read uh, from where you're lying on the floor, um, balm for curing, while on the other is written balm for sealing. Yeah, and you can see there's an axe swinging in the doorway, which if you'd just walked in would have sliced you in half. Okay, so from where I'm lying, I'm basically going to try and like reach up and take the two bottles and sort of took them into my um, my pockets then sort of still yeah. lying on my back I'm going to sort of use my feet to like turn myself round and then using my feet I'm going to scoot backwards on my back out of the door underneath the axe great so out of the blackness of the portal you see Adolphus's head and then the rest of his body emerge uh, and he comes back out of the chamber eat trick how did you get on there's a there's a there's a good number of uh, stuffed animals and uh, things like that in there. But I, but I found these and I take out the two like bottles. Uh, one of them says uh, for, for, for healing and one of them says for, for sealing. Sealing what? Is it spelled yeah, like sealing, sealing and, as in sealing and curing? Or sealing and curing. Sealing as in S E A L E D. That's not, right. Yeah. Not sealing. No. Okay. So I'll I'll tuck those in the um in the knapsack. Yep, could could come in handy. Right. I think we've finished with the the poop deck. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's investigate the rest. Okay, so back up the ladder. Yeah. 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 And out off the poop deck onto the, the forecastle. Okay, so let's five. Okay, Um, so as you walk back out onto the deck, you see a huge, thick body. It reminds you a bit when you saw the snake, uh, the flagpole snake, just like a huge snake sliding over the side of the ship. What do you do? Like I'm going to make a dive across to grab the tail end of it to stop it from getting away, or attempt to. Fantastic. And maybe like jab my sword into him to like uh, like pin it to the deck. That's what I'm trying to do. Great. Okay. Uh, anything from anybody else? Uh, no, I'm just going to um, I'm going to be running after Harold to try and like help him if he does manage to stop it. But he's probably quicker than me. So. Great. And okay. uh, Poppy will just look around to make sure that uh, there's no sign of the Reaver around on the deck. Okay, fine. So you're looking around for the Reaver. Can I have an attack strength from you then, Colin? Oh, yeah. Max. 19. Brilliant. Oh, so it was a double, double, double six. six. 
Yeah. Yeah. So so there is actually there's a mighty blow rule, which oh, right. in this you know says actually, um, well the way I'm interpreting it in this context actually is that you manage to cut off the entire tentacle of this giant squid. Oh. Okay. And thus, uh, yeah, or yeah, I think you do. As you go to pin it, you actually slice through it because you yeah. do such a mighty cleave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at that point, the squid decides it's had enough of this ship. Uh, and you just see the scale of it. You're actually fighting one tentacle and sort of 12 of those tentacles flail up and you see the massive creature that it was attached to. Uh, but because you've cut off its tentacle with your mighty blow, it sucks itself down under the water. Um, oh, my goodness. A well-timed blow, a lucky strike. Monkey boy beats a squid. Well yeah, done. It, and in it, fact, ha- it had to happen at some point. As you are... Um, stood on the deck you notice that suddenly there's a jerk and you're all thrown forward and you realise that the ship has stopped dead I think you'll find and there's three jerks on the deck <laughs> <laughs> well, well, sp- sp- speak for yourself Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you notice a strange noxious smell and a foul green gas is rising from the boards beneath you and you start to choke as it reaches your mouth. Um, and you notice on the other side of the ship from the squid, you notice uh, sort of 50 metres away is a beach beyond which rises dense jungle. Quick, get off the boat. Into the water. Man overboard and woman. Yeah, I, I just, uh, one thing I'll point out to you is that the, the landing boat that you came in on was actually winched up after you. Um, and you can see that on this is, side of the ship. Is, is, okay, is this smoke rising? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We, in fact, you can all lose two stamina points from its effects straight off. Shut up! Don't say that again, Colin. Yeah, oh, so I, I, I think the idea is to like pile into the boat and like get yes. to the beach. Yeah, on it. That that might take a while. Yeah, okay, whatever. I was just thinking to nip below in the ship because let the gas disperse whilst we wait it out. But it might stay up on the deck. No, it's floating up, isn't it? Hmm. While they're having this discussion, I'll be jumping into the boat. Great. Okay. I'm like, um, so like near the winch, like, quick, get in the boat. We'll jump in the boat and leave the science for another time. Fine. Okay. Okay. You jump into the boat, which is winches itself down. Okay. Departs from the ship, glides towards the beach. Um, when it gets to the beach, it waits, presumably, for you to uh, disembark. Yeah. Which you do. Can't say I'm looking forward to the, the trip ship. back. Well, as you watch the boat return to the ship, you also see the ship set off again um, and I leave got, you marooned that. on this jungle beach. And that is the end of Act Two. Bum, bum, bum.